Before we get back to today's show, here's a quick word from HubSpot. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like try to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Could it be Don or John or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs. And a full 360 view of every customer. So your go-to-market team can keep up on the pulse of accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Marketing Against the Grain, your show for marketing-minded people everywhere. I'm your co-host, Kip Bodner, and I am here with some growth hacks today. We are talking about the growth hacks that we use at HubSpot to grow from a $10 million revenue company to over a billion dollar revenue company in just a decade or a little over. And I wanna take you through the growth hacks that you can use and apply to your business. The first hack I wanna share with you, is called category creation. Category creation is an exceptionally powerful tool. In the early days of HubSpot, Instead of playing in the existing category that we could have played in, which was called marketing automation, we created a new category. That new category was called inbound marketing. So we created this new category. We wrote a book. We created an event called inbound. We had an inbound marketing blog. We said we had inbound marketing software. We did everything we could to establish that. And we didn't just say, hey, we're going to create this new category. We started a movement. We catalyzed people who want to disrupt the status quo. The best way to grow is to pick a part of the adoption curve. And we wanted the early adopters. And the early adopters are always looking for something new. And they want something that kind of challenges the status quo, challenges the problems they currently face, and solves them in a new and different way. So the first step, instead of going and competing in a known category with a bunch of competition, you go and you create a new category and build awareness of that category versus your own product or brand. We did everything we could to establish that. And the reason you do that is because when you establish a new category, you can challenge the status quo. And when you challenge the status quo, you can bring in early adopters who don't like the way the world is currently doing something, the problem you're trying to solve, and they're going to buy into it. And you don't have to have the perfect product with early adopters. They're going to buy into that vision. They're going to buy into that mission and know that you're going to make that product better over time but that they want to align and work with a company that shares that same vision and mission for the future with them. So growth hack number one, category creation. It's the non-obvious choice to build a great business long-term. All right, growth hack number two, investing in customer net promoter score or customer happiness. And what does that mean? What does that actually mean? It means you spend more to make your product better. You want to turn your customers into rabid fans of your product and your business. And to do that, you need to, one, have a great sales and marketing customer service experience. But more importantly, you need to have an incredibly valuable product that is much easier to use and is much more valuable than the competition. And you have to have a clear company strategy that says, hey, we're going to grow through word of mouth. 
And at HubSpot, our CEO, Brian Halligan, he made this decision. He said, hey, we're going to spend more on our research and development organization to build a better product because we know that is going to make our customers more and more happy. And as they are happier, wow, they're going to tell their peers about HubSpot. And peer discovery is the number one way people research and buy kind of B2B purchases, which is what we are. And so if you're a B2B company, especially investing in your customer net promoter score. And to explain what that means is how likely is a customer to recommend your product on a scale of one to 10? And there's a bunch of math behind that. Go check out a YouTube video on how to calculate net promoter score. But what I will tell you, if you focus on it and focus on increasing your net promoter score with your customers and making your customers happy, it creates a flywheel that drives word of mouth for your business forward. And that is a huge opportunity to grow. The third growth hack I want to give you today is called product-led growth. And product-led growth is kind of the second part of investing in customer net promoter score. Once you have a great product, then you want that product to be in the hands of as many people as possible, right? Because if it's a product's great, they're going to tell everybody about it. Well, then great. The only stopgap is how many people can use that product. And so at HubSpot, what we did, we added a freemium software product. Sure, we're a software business. You can take a product-led experience with many types of businesses. But what that really means is come and use our product for free. And you don't need human help is what that means. The product allows you to discover and learn and use that product, get some value. Brian, our CEO, would often call, we want people to try before they buy. And that is the power of product-led growth is people understand, wow, this is easy to use. Wow, this actually solves the problem that I'm trying to solve. Because so many people are like, well, I have this problem, but I don't know if this is the right solution for it. And so when they can go and actually try and apply that to the problem they're trying to solve, they feel so much more confident in making that choice that they convert into customers at a higher rate and they're better longer term customers. They stick around, they keep paying you for a much longer period of time. And those are a couple of the big advantages of product-led growth. And it's talked a lot about today in the nerd marketing circles, but product-led growth, it's still way underutilized by most companies today. And it is a great way, and it was a huge catalyst for the second half of our growth, really helped us go from $100 billion in revenue to a billion dollars in revenue. Product-led growth was that core catalyst, and I recommend everybody taking on that challenge. All right, the fourth growth hack, we obsessed about distribution. And what does that mean? It means that you can try to obsess about conversion rate and say, hey, I'm going to make my sales team 10% better at sailing. I'm going to convert my leads into qualified leads at a 10% better rate. We said, hey, we could do that, but the output of that's going to be small. What we want to do is try to get our product and our awareness to as many people as possible. And so we used free distribution platforms like Google search, YouTube, social media, email marketing to get our product in front of as many people as possible. Most businesses that I talk to on a daily basis, they're too obsessed about like, oh, I just want to sell to this very subset of customers. Your subset of customers is always much bigger than you think in your head because you are seeing it from an expert's mind, not a beginner's mind. In a beginner's mind, people think of a problem much more simply and much broader. So broaden your personas and focus on distribution over conversion. We were distribution-focused the entire history of HubSpot, and that really transformed how we were able to grow and build a billion-dollar company. Those are my four growth hacks for building and scaling a remarkable business. And the great thing about them is 
is most businesses can't do any and all of them. You just have to decide to prioritize. And remember that growth is a choice. It's not a function of your environment. Play the offense, have a clear strategy, and make that a bold strategy for the future. Uh, Talk to you real soon here on Marketing Against the Grain. We'll be right back. But before, let me tell you about another podcast I love. Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Ever noticed how the smallest changes can have the biggest impact? On Nudge, you learn simple evidence-backed tips to help you kick bad habits, get a raise, grow a business. Every bite-sized 20-minute show comes packed with practical advice. Nudge is fast-paced, but it's still insightful with real-world examples that you can apply. Oh, and it's the UK's fastest growing business podcast. If you want an MBA's worth of insight in one podcast, this is the right show for you. Entrepreneurs will love this show because it's filled with repeatable proven studies, not hearsay and one-off success stories. You're going to love the show because I was interviewed by Phil. You can go check out my episode. And I recently listened to an awesome episode. It's called Six Scientifically Proven Persuasion Techniques. It's a must listen for anyone in marketing. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts.